This Podflix episode 167. <laughs> I'm Nish. I'm Paul. I'm Willie. Fuck you for laughing, Paul. <laughs> Fuck you for being funny, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Just too funny. Oh, boy. We uh, we watched a movie. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. Two of us watched the movie. One of us did not watch the movie. The movie is called I Care A Lot. And we are not going to discuss it yet. Um, I'm just, I'm I'm just setting up what is and is not going to happen, uh, right now. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple things related to, uh, previous episodes, recent episodes that we've done. First thing, I wanted to get a quick reaction from Willie. We talked about this a little bit offline, uh, online, offline, if that makes sense. Um, about your favorite part, potentially of Zack Snyder's Justice League being, Billy Crudup's dad of Barry Allen, uh, the Flash, not being in the upcoming Flash movie. They are they are recasting Billy Crudup and replacing him with Ron uh, Ron Livingston. Your I thoughts? I think this this makes sense. It does. Let's take let's take the one thing that was kind of good <laughs> and get rid of that. Well, it feels to, to be I fair, it, it felt like, like they fired him. Right. 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 He just can't. He just can't do it. He's yeah. But he's too busy, quote unquote. Right. What you think he's gonna run away from that paycheck? Please. Yeah. I think he's like, fuck this stupid movie. I'm out. <laughs> he's got Mastercard commercials to, to record. That's right. He's got that sweet Mastercard money. <laughs> so 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 you're angry, furious. I am, is this um, the straw that broke the camel's back, and you will not be watching the Flash? I'll probably watch The Flash. Shit, really? Okay, fair enough. Is well, The Flash even H- going to come out at this point? Like, it has been, that movie has been in pre-production slash production. It's had, like, what, four directors? Like, it's been around the, it's had, like, three rewrites. It's been around the block forever. It has, it has. But it, didn't it kind of feel like everything went on pause for a while while the Snyder Cut shit happened? Like, you didn't hear about anything DC-related for, like, yeah, the but entire the time. Stuff, the Flash stuff started before that. Yeah, no, that's that that's true. I still do think it's going to come out though. Is anybody going to like unless, this is, unless this, Ezra Miller like beats someone up again in a bar? This but, this is like again. Yeah, um, didn't it, he didn't he beat that guy up in like Iceland or some shit? It was like a thing. Like what was it? Uh, it was pre-pandemic, so it's a long time ago. I, I don't. I didn't hear about this, but yeah. Um, this is no. It's, this is going to be. I mean, Justice League came. The original Justice League came out in. 2017 2017 um and the flash movie's a solid two years away probably more i mean this is like going to be like an avatar situation like the the sequel's going to come out and be like i don't remember the that movie anymore i guess the snyder cut will get the diehards in there but right yeah i think the snyder cut helps quote unquote in terms of that anyway all right, so that was one thing I wanted to talk about we don't need to dwell on i i don't want to dwell on justice league any more than we already have um, well, we had that weird mustache that. in the Flash movie. Who, Ron Livingston? No, Ezra Miller. Didn't he oh. have like a that weird facial hair at the very end of Justice League? Yes. You're saying in the nightmare part or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where was trying to figure out? It's like, is this like 30 years later or did he just grow that weird beard? Like, what is going on here? 
I mean, he is the Flash. He could probably grow facial hair pretty quickly if he wants to. I guess that's true. I, I guess is that how that works. I don't know. I, I, I don't know at all. Bitch to trim his toenails. I knew He's next to nothing about the Flash all day long. All right. The other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, related to um, your Knives Out mini flicks, which uh, was the news that we we all saw recently that uh, Netflix has bought uh, basically the rights to the to two sequels to Knives Out, uh, which we, yep. can all t- we can all talk about what those are going to be called, because that's probably the most fun part or guessing that is the most fun part of this whole thing. I mean, I'm, I'm down for it just because. I have nothing against movie theaters, but I don't really go to movie theaters anymore. So, you know, I, I mean, everything comes to streaming eventually, but I'm right. fine with stuff coming faster. So, right. It's fine by me. What do you think about the, uh, about the price tag? $450 million for these two movies. Is it that, each that, or, that, or on no, their own? No, to, it's total. For, for Still, the two movies, of- Netflix paid $450 million for the rights to distribute. I have no idea how to judge Netflix's like financial investments and like Nobody whether they're knows, worthy right? or not. Like, yeah. right. There's such a black box of everything that like, that could be a great deal for them. It could be a shitty deal for them. I, I think like, you know, and there's also this notion of, I think we've talked about this before, but like, there's this notion of, you know, um, um, not prestige cars, but like, you know, like the, the, like, a car maker will make a very, very expensive car, not because they're going to sell a lot of them, but because it attracts interest to the brand. And like sure. Netflix could do the same thing where they, you know, pay a lot for something that's very high profile. It may not directly make its money back, but it could attract enough attention that in aggregate it will make its money back. So, you know, there's a thousand ways, you know, accountants could say this thing either made or lost money, you know, depending well, on what's most advantageous for them. That is definitely true. I saw it, by the way. Did I mention that on the show? I don't think you did mention it on the show. We were aware. You saw it and you... I loved it. It was yeah. great. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to watch it. I mean, it is... There's no floating around Reddit or or, or the internet while it's on. You, right. you got to watch it. But no, definitely it was not. Yeah. thoroughly enjoyable. Yes. So I look forward to the second and third one. I do, too. What do you, What is your confidence level that they will be of similar quality? I, I don't want to say that they'll be as good as or better or anything like that, but at least kind of like that they'll be sort of on, on par in a general sense. Completely relying on the director. Yeah. Which I, I, I think yeah. they'll be good. Yeah I, th- yeah. I think they'll be good. I think the only question that I have for that, I, and I don't really know how to answer this is like, will it attract the same level of talent that the first one did? Um, and I don't know, like some stuff on streaming does and some stuff definitely does not. Right. And I don't know how much the stigma of it's just on streaming still applies. I think I think it still does to a certain extent. I think it's going away. But I think there's still some of that there. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit, but but I but I would think that the success of the first one probably would do something to counteract that as well. Yeah, like, I would like, think so too. Yeah. And and just the fact that I mean, I don't know if it was, but it it certainly looks as though everyone had a blast making that movie. Like it looks like it like it looks like everyone was having a lot of fun, which I feel like would appeal to people who were maybe signing on as well. That it's like yeah. this is gonna be like kind of a you know, a fun thing to do and yeah. Yeah, I I I think it really does come down to the quality of the cast and, and sort of the fit, um, to me, because I, I think I have a fair amount of faith that 
Ryan Johnson and like the, you know, the, the writers and whatever will take their time to kind of put together a similarly good plot. Or, I think or, they're not yeah. going to have a problem getting a good cast. They'll have a monster cast again. Yeah. yeah I just hope think, so. And, and Daniel Craig will do the thing. And yes, like, you will. It'll, it'll come a hundred percent down to the writing and directing. All right. All right. But I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I do too. Did they say in, uh, articles about this when at all uh things might it might come out i think i thought i saw that it was going to shoot the second one was going to shoot later this year right in the summer i think and i want to say uh, it was going to shoot in greece something, yeah something like that I, I you know i really think we're we're careening pretty quickly to the actual like media dead zone caused by the pandemic because yeah. like I, I i was just thinking about it because i just finished I was pretty late to the game, but I finished watching, you know, Star Trek Discovery season three. And there's basically no, there's three Star Trek series currently in production, but there's going to be no Star Trek for like the next year ish because, you know, they could do post-production during the pandemic, but you can't really do the full shooting um, during the production. So there's, you know, this last 10 months where nothing was shooting that now like that wave is starting to crest and it's going to hit us pretty soon. Right. Right. Um, I mean, stuff has been shooting more recently, right? But not, but not like, but not a lot. I mean, I'm thinking specifically of like, we all know that like the uh, new Mission Impossible movie was shooting because there was all that story about Tom Cruise screaming at people about not wearing masks. Yeah, no, I'm thinking more. I'm more thinking about like what's going to actually come out, like say the back half of this year. Sure. This, um, well, they got what, a lot of what, stuff they pushed. Though, what what right? would have Black been Widow. filmed like last year, in other words? Yeah, but they yeah, have all exactly. that. They have all that shit that they pushed. They do. They, they they have some stuff anyway. That, some that it's push. less and less all the time, right? Like a lot of that stuff they gave in and just put out. They're uh, filming a lot of TV in New York right now. This just in the last two weeks, they were filming Succession on my block. They were filming SVU. What was that third thing? Yeah, Blacklist. I, got, I I got I got a buddy who works in the industry, and like he, I mean, he went back to work a, a bit ago, but man, it's it sucks because. Oh. Oh, and, he gets uh, he gets five Maisel. COVID tests a week. Yeah, yeah, marvelous it's, Mrs. Maisel too. But the, the, the this the crew is all mass. They have to take a lot of precautions, man. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, a COVID COVID test every day. They when you show up like every single day, that sucks. And it's never also had just one. seems so intensive in terms of. I don't know. There, there's something you know. It's like I I want there to be stuff for me to watch. This is the same thing as sports, right? Where it's like. I want there to be stuff for me to watch, but like you think of like the sheer amount of like number of COVID tests and number of resources and all that that goes into all that stuff, and it's kind of like eh, I feel very uneasy about it. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty lenient with like letting people like like I don't want anyone to lose their jobs or whatever, but I don't want people to like do anything unsafe either. Like no, no, for- no. It's it's more should it be done at all. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Not yeah. If you're gonna do it, you have to have the test. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You could always go back and watch Tiger King, Paul. <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> over and over again. Oh, boy. Okay. There, I do it. there it was. We should make a drinking game out of that. Tiger, Tiger King? No, how many times I say, oh, boy, during a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to it now. I know, right? You didn't even hear it. Whereas you told me that and now i can't i'm so self-conscious about it <laughs> <clears throat> i can't like not hear it 
hear myself saying it. All right, thing the third I wanted to talk about before we talk about the movie. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, but a couple days ago, the trailer for the new Space Jam movie dropped. Did you guys see this? <laughs> I heard that it came out. I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, that's I fine. You don't watch same. I've heard the hubbub, but I've not watched it. And I heard that the original um, URL it had Michael Jordan on it all the way up till yesterday, and people are pissed that they've replaced it with the updated movie. SpaceJam.com. Yeah, they should. People, yeah. people are pissed because it used to have all the old stuff from the first movie on it. Right. Yeah, that seems dumb. Why would they have done that? I mean, I understand I why they would have done that, but it was still dumb. Yeah, they should have. They should have. Like, I know people won't remember Space Jam: A New Legacy or whatever the name of this one is, but they should have just called it like SpaceJamLeBron.com or something like that. <laughs> did you Did Could've you see the trailer? Was it good? I did. I saw the trailer. It's um, it's a trailer. Uh, I I can't tell whether it's good or not. It's um. So it again relates, if you heard about it, it, it relates to a movie that we have talked about, or at least Paul has talked about on the show, which is that it has a very strong Ready Player One vibe because it basically parts of the trailer contain just about the entire intellectual property of Warner Brothers. Oh, um, and and that's what I wanted to talk about. There, there are scenes where they get ready to play, I guess, what is the climactic ba- basketball game? They don't really show a whole lot of that and there's not a whole lot of explanation of what's going on like whether they're playing monsters again or or what you know Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley and Sean Bradley and Muggsy Bogues are nowhere to be seen here so I don't I don't, I don't know that they're anywhere uh, and there's no Newman or Bill Murray that I can tell although there is a uh, AI played by Don Cheadle in the uh in it but um the the scene that there there are a few scenes that show audience shots in for the basketball game, and that is what I think has had a lot of uh, a lot of people talking because in the audience there are a lot of um, people who you might expect as like cartoon spectators to be there. Like for instance, uh, the Scooby Gang is in the back, the actual Scooby Gang, not like Buffy, like the, like the uh, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, like Fred and Daphne and Velma and Shaggy and Scooby are in the back. And, you know, cartoon characters like that. However, there are also people notice the following people in the background of the shot. The hoodlums from Clockwork Orange are watching wow. this basketball game. What? Yes. I'm, I'm not even joking. You can see shots of this. And and they are there. Um. Mr. Freeze is uh, is is having a conversation with Agent Smith in the background, apparently. Oh, um, my God. There is there is at least one war boy from Mad Max Fury Road in the audience. Chitara has- from the Thundercats is somewhere in the background. You can kind of make her out pretty clearly. They have M- Mama Fratelli from the Goonies is there in the back you can clearly make out this like kind of heavy looking woman with that like beret and a pearl necklace she's dressed exactly like it couldn't be anybody but mama fratelli from the goonies i mean there are it it begs the question what the fuck is going on in this basketball game so that's my question what the fuck is going on in this basketball game 
why couldn't they just use, you know, all the bajillion cartoon characters that they have? I, I think they're there, some of the cartoon characters. But, I mean, yeah, Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Betty Davis from Whatever Happened to Baby Jane is there in the background. I mean, who, like, I, I can't even comprehend, like, what... Like, I understand if they just wanted to put a whole bunch of Warner Brothers people in the background and it's like, oh, like everyone's watching this game. But like, like this is for kids, right? Like the, the, <laughs> the, the people from Clockwork Orange are here. Like, what on earth are they doing? Will you see it, Nish? Uh, huh. Well, it's going to be on HBO Max, so I'm not going to have to pay anything to see it. So probably, I mean, probably, you know, probably I'll see it and then we can fucking do a mini flicks about it. Did you watch um, that Tom and Jerry movie? No, I did not watch the Tom and Jerry movie. So, yeah, I, I guess I do have my uh, I have I have some sort of cutoff. I watched Tom and Jerry a lot when I was a kid. Did you guys watch Tom and Jerry when you were kids? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, <clears throat> it was it a was thing that was, was on. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I watched Tom and Jerry, the new one, and as a kid, it was really bad. Yeah. It was really, really bad. No one thought it was great. That's fair. I I would imagine my kids would love it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really bad. If 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 they insist on watching it at any point, I will probably like put it on and then kind of go to another room where I can still sort of hear them just in case something happens, but not, not, my, not force myself to watch it. My kids know if I'm going to watch a kid's movie with you, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> my friends know if I'm going to watch an adult movie with you. I'm going to fall asleep. asleep. <laughs> yeah. That we certainly it's a, know. <laughs> it's amazing that I do a movie podcast when all I do is fall asleep during movies. <laughs> Yeah, and see, I'm I'm pretty much incapable. Like, it doesn't matter how shitty it is, or if it's like for like a one year old. Like, w- once I'm like, if it's something I haven't seen, and it's like I'm in front of it, like, I won't be able to fall asleep. I might be like, I don't want to watch this, but like, something in my brain is just like, you got to pay attention to the plot. You you got to know what's going on here. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I almost I basically never fall asleep like with the TV on or like in front of the TV, like it will like just hang me on enough. I'm like, I got to turn this off and go to bed, but like, I won't actually like fall asleep while the thing is on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's why I end up knowing every fucking plot of every Paw Patrol episode. <laughs> so like the kids are like, is this a new one? And it's like, no, this is the one where mayor Humdinger puts on the monkey mask. You don't remember this. <laughs> We've seen it five times. <laughs> It, it would be helpful in that scenario if you were maybe a little less honest. Yeah, well, I you don't know. know. Why don't you put it on and find out? <laughs> but they're going to watch it anyways. Yeah, oh, well, they were watching it anyways. I just I just get tired of, of my uh, younger son asking me every five minutes whether this is a new Paw Patrol. It's like, still the same episode, bud. Still the same one that I told you was not a new episode. We haven't gone to a new episode yet. Can't keep asking me. Uh, I love him. He's great. (laughs) Speaking of movies you've seen five times, Nish. Yes, let's talk about a movie that I've seen no times. And that was uh, I Care A Lot, a movie that came out 
this year, this year, last year, I can't actually tell if it was 2020 or 2021. I think it might be 2021. Yeah. 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 2021. Feels weird to say, but it does. But it is true. The second 2021 movie we're seeing, I think. Dude, after, we're after Zack Snyder's fucking, Justice League. We're a quarter of the way through the year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I guess it shouldn't be that weird, but yeah. but it is. Um, So, as I said, I did not see this movie. Um, It was not because... <clears throat> not because I didn't want to see this movie. I cared a lot. I just didn't care enough to actually end up watching the movie. Um, Given... Uh, few things that happened basically i you know long story short i i waited until a certain day which i probably shouldn't have done then i was dog tired on that day then i was like oh, i'll watch it today <laughs> during the day when i have a lull in work and then it ended up being like the most busy work day imaginable and then i was like well i guess i'm just not watching this movie it's all good baby it sounds it's like all- it was all good <clears throat> so well, we'll see <laughs> so <laughs> All right, so this movie uh, stars uh, Rosamund Pike and Peter Dinklage and uh, how do you say her name? Is it Aza Gonzalez? I don't know. The person who plays Fran and um, and uh, Diane Weist and probably some other people, too. I'm since I have not seen this movie, I'm working straight from the Wikipedia page here. Can I I give you the the niche cap of this? Please do, because I won't be able to do it. All right. So it's it started. uh, Marla, who is a court-appointed guardian for the elderly, um, who is running a scam where she finds rich elderly people, has them involuntarily uh, put under her care, and then basically bleeds them dry, um, sticks them in a nursing home and bleeds them dry and gets and gets rich off of it. And eventually, and then she finds this woman who she thinks is like the score of a lifetime, and discovers that. The woman, uh, Diane Weist, who she then has, you know, involuntarily um, take, takes over her life, puts her in a nursing home and all that, finds out that that woman who they thought was rich and and relatively young and had a lot of money, turns out she is actually the mother of a very, very, very high level Russian mobster who really wants his mom back. <laughs> and is going to get it and it's the the movie is the i guess you'd call it the cat and mouse struggle between the two of them of you know is the mobster going to get what he wants from this woman or is she going to get out you know from you know get out from under this mess that she's um you know she's inadvertently found herself in yeah the russian mobster is played by peter dinklage and one important point about the russian mobster is um he faked his death so he can't exactly roll into the home and be like, hey, that's my mom. She's fine. I'm taking over her care and we're out of here. Right, yeah, right. Because, because, because that would kind of be the obvious thing to kind of get, you know, get get her out of it. But he can't do that because he's not he, he has no legal status. Basically, he's, he's they, they can't even get an attorney to her because no one signed attorney docs and there's nobody available to sign attorney docs because he doesn't exist. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from from a from from a plot point of view, that is that right. Is, the, that, the, that the, is... the yeah the the okay. So my opening statement on this movie is: if you turn this screenplay into a screenwriting class your freshman year in college, you would get an F. Um, the movie has people, for instance, like Willie brought this up that like you know this for for plot reasons he can't just go get his mother back. Um, 
But the movie has people be as smart or as dumb or as competent or as incompetent exactly as much as the plot needs them to be. So for instance, the reason that this whole scam goes through in the first place is he has set up for his mother an absolutely perfect airtight, like false identity for her that they don't even explain exactly how they figure out that it's a false identity, but it's not until well after they've taken over control of her estate and have like gone through all her financial records and all this stuff. They eventually figure it out like this. So she has this, nobody knows her real name. It's actually never revealed in the movie. She has this alias. Um, So she has a completely airtight alibi for uh, like, for, for whatever reason that I don't understand the son can't or, or doesn't have one. And he doesn't have one because there wouldn't be a movie if he had one. Right. And, and the mom needs to have one or there wouldn't be a movie if the mom didn't have one. So he, he can do for his mom what he can't do for himself for some reason. Um, that's never explained. And this is just one example of this happening over and over and over and over again in this movie, which is basically like, why were these hyper-competent people like suddenly do something incredibly dumb? Because the movie would be over if they didn't do something incredibly dumb here. And then that, and like, that's the reason. And it's so, like, it's so maddening that to have a movie where, and I can't remember another good example of this, but like, you know, I don't think this movie's good. I think it's bad. And, and I think it's bad because the script is really bad. Um, and in a way that, like, I haven't seen a movie where the actual script is this bad in a long time. Um, and I'm not like Mr. Like sit here and try to figure out the movie while I'm watching it. Like I, I want to get sucked up into the ride, but like it was, it, it so didn't make any sense that like, I couldn't, I really couldn't believe, you know, what they were having the characters do in this movie. I think that, um, there's a good movie in here somewhere. This is why I wanted to review this movie. Cause I, I had a feeling Paul would absolutely abhor this movie. And I thought Nish, you would think it's decent enough. That's why I was a little disappointed you hadn't seen it. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> I think the issue is um, Dinklage's character is the problem with this entire movie. Hard disagree. <laughs> Dude, well, he... Continue, Willie. Like, let's hear. <laughs> he was super incompetent. He's supposed to be this like crazy rich fucking gangster who like... Who, like a, there was never any threat he was going to kill somebody, do something evil, like had control of anything going on. He allowed this woman to put his mom in a, in a home and kind of didn't do anything about it. Like if that had happened in real life, the movie would have been over in three minutes because she would have had her teeth ripped out, her like fingers chopped off until she finally was like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. But he just kind of he just kind of putzed around for an hour and a half. I mean, I think that's a good example of him being exactly as capable or as incapable as the movie needs him to be. Like, I like, think he's the problem. I think if he was thoroughly capable, then there would have been a better dynamic and there would have been... It, it, it sounds like maybe you guys are kind of saying the same thing. It sounds like maybe, Willie, you're just saying that I'm Paul's, Paul, Paul's issue, yeah, Paul's issue of kind of the, the the screenplay kind of, you know, doing the characters being exactly what the plot needs them to be is most egregious with Peter Dinklage's character. That, totally. that, that his is the one His is the one that kind of like is done the worst. By, by uh, that. I really did not like Rosamund Pike's character. And she carries, I mean, it's it's her movie. She's like a cheap version of Amy from um what's that movie? Gone Girl. Um, yeah. It, it, Gone it, Girl. it yeah, it seems impossible to not 
make that comparison considering it's apparently Rosamund Pike playing another sociopath, basically. Yeah. Um, I really didn't like her character at all. And there was moments where she should have been afraid of some type of consequence. Yeah. She, she effectively has no fear throughout the movie, despite like ample evidence that she absolutely should be fucking terrified out of her mind. And like, I mean, you say that like Peter Dinklage's character is incompetent. I mean, he's not like they, they're in cahoots with a doctor to get people admitted. They murder the doctor and make it look like a suicide. It would have been um, much quicker if they just murdered her and been like, all which, right, new new coin of court appointed guardian. And well, if that person doesn't want to do what we want, we'll murder them. And if the next person doesn't want to do what we want, we'll murder them. And eventually somebody's going to get in line. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that is part of the thing insofar as like he does try to have her killed at one point and fails um, because the movie would be over if he didn't. And then like they went after her girlfriend who they leave alive because again they need to um they like they set her up to basically what they they beat her up and they leave her in the apartment with the gas running um and i guess that's supposed to kill her eventually i don't know why they couldn't just have killed her and then left her in there and like blown up the apartment which is what they were going to do but um they don't they they need her alive because she needs to be in the rest of the movie um she didn't i mean she does for this stupid stupid climax where rosemary pike has a I really would, bad I... plan that she pulls off for no good reason um and the movie just lets her get away with it even though it doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense which at some point i do want to talk about right like I mean, her grand to... plan to get out from under this mess at the end until the very end. To... i mean after after I didn't watch it and decided I wasn't going to watch it and the comments from you indicated that I wasn't really missing anything by watching it, I went ahead and looked at the summary of what actually happens in this movie. So I have an idea of what, what goes on and what the end and what happens at the end. Hmm. I need Like we do need to talk about the scene where Dinklage asked, asked to go into business with her. And I, I wanted to throw the remote at the TV at that point. Yes. I don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, we're jumping all over the place, but I don't believe him that he would that the character they've established at that point would do that for a second. That's what that, I'm saying. His that entire he character is totally incompetent. That he wouldn't turn around and have her killed like in 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 a moment, like the first chance that he got. Yeah, give her the ten million dollars, let her walk out the door, and then run over the fucking bus and take the ten million dollars back and call it a day. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to do that because the whole... All right, I guess we're talking about this. What oh, happens right. at the end is they she kidnaps Peter Diglish's character, drugs him, and leaves him naked in the, in, in the road at night for someone to find. Yeah, hold and on. Then, you, we do need to mention the fact of how ridiculous it is that this woman who's a professional guardian is now able to take down a gangster's security cards with a taser and then take a gangster and drug him up and leave him on the side of the road. Right. I mean, her, all of a sudden, she's a fucking you know special ops. Right. Her plan was that she she remembered the the license plate of the car that Peter Dinklage's driver had, which for some reason is registered to him at his house and not like some shell corporation somewhere. Yeah. He then weird. she then follows him to the city to go Peter pick up Peter Dinklage, whose character never gets a name, so I don't know what his name is. Um, and for some reason, this professional mobster driver doesn't notice he's being tailed for like what they clearly establish is a long drive into the city. 
then her then her plan is to go into the the business where he either lives or works or both and somehow get into the garage in the basement which he man- she managed to do and then her plan is he needs to come down to the come down into the garage with exactly one other person and no more where she is fucked and murdered um and um because she has a, a she has a she has a taser gun with one shot in it ah. um so she she can stop one person um um and then yeah and then basically drugs him and him and then she and her girlfriend um drug him some more and then strip him naked and leave him the road to be found and then when he gets found because he's again scrubbed himself from the system because he needs to and can't give himself a fake identity for some reason um and he has no no nothing on him he's labeled a john doe and then put under her guardianship so um she is now making all the decisions for him which also Um, sounds like bullshit that that would actually happen right because even if that happened as soon as he woke up the first thing a nurse would do would be like what's your name like it's not like he's like in prison and can't communicate with anyone he's in a hospital right um and 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 could clear this up in two minutes but she basically says, like, if you ever want to, you know, get out from under my care, which I promise I'll make terrible, you know, you'll give me $10 million. And it, and he basically says, like, you've been ruthless and fearless and really smart. So let's go into business together instead, because which makes no sense because he fucking like he fucking hates her for what she's doing to her mom. And two, like putting even putting that aside for a minute. Her plan, like her scheme, the only reason it works is because these people get lost in the system. And and his plan is we're going to go national with this and do this to hundreds of thousands of people. And no one's going to know that like we're, we're, we're never going to get discovered that we're doing this. Um, that makes no which, sense. Which absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. That like we're like and they and he says like you know we will we'll we'll become the guardians for hundreds of thousands of people and we'll you know we'll make billions of dollars doing this how does that even work like like you would need you would need to have so many healthcare professionals on the take and like the problem is like you know with one person right like like they deal with this one doctor right and that's the one who gets right. killed it's like that makes sense you find the doctor who's like amoral enough or can be blackmailed enough how do you find uh, he, how do you find all those people without making he was a misstep? Saying, he was saying that they would go legit and then they would set up all these shell corporations and when they go when they go that route then they would be the company that supplies the medical devices and yeah, the supplies he, and the, he the, said and legit the, ish. Right. So they're but not yeah. being so they're not being guardians in the no, they are. Gar- it's, a, it's a guardian are, it's a guardian franchise that okay. they were, that they're starting. And like that's how she gets kind of the, at the very end of the movie, she's kind of famous for being the CEO of this right, right. empire of guardians. But they're, that, but, they're, but they're basically not running a scam at that point. The same way is that is that correct? Like like they're not basically imprisoning these people who they have guardianship over and taking all of their assets. Well, they the are way, taking, the way that she they, was doing. They are taking their assets, right? Like that's that is how they're that is how they're making money. Like they're basically like. It, it it's not even worth explaining. Like, yeah, it is this so sounds, dumb. Like this sounds her, really fucking dumb. Her her initial plan is like you said, she has this one doctor, and she, and she has this one judge who like totally trusts her. He's not bad. He's just being duped by right. all these people. Um, so her plan is like she has to always appear in front of the same judge um, to make this work, um, which 
is not how any of this works. Right. And then like, and then like none of these people, like she puts them in a home. She takes their cell phone. She's got like a crooked nursing home owner um, that's helping her, that's helping her out. And like these people can never get legal representation. They never show up for any court appointed hearings. And it's just, and like they show her, the wall of her office where she's got like 30 or 40 people under her care like this. And just like nobody fucking notices that like this is what's going on. And it's, it, it just, it starts off really implausible and gets way more implausible um, as the movie goes along. All right. So what can each of you tell me one thing that you liked about this movie? It could be small. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I watched it a second time today and I realized like I didn't like the movie the first time. And then the second time I was like, this is total dog shit. But I, re- but I remember when I watched, I made a mental note of the fact that there's this, I don't even know if I'm using the term correctly, but there's like a mnemonic device in movies that like happens a lot or it's, it's the, it's the overdub where like somebody is explaining to you the plot. We just went through this with Molly's game. Yeah, sure. Like for, for some reason I fall for that. Anytime that is like the way people move plots along, I'm generally, I can generally get into the plot a little bit. Maybe it's cause I'm just like, cool, this is fucking bullshit. I don't know what's going on. Ex- please explain it to me. And for some reason that made it, bearable to watch the first time i'm, and, I'm and, stretching and, i'm looking and, for something here yeah and and she's the narrator she's the narrator yeah, yeah. another another gone girl parallel where, where her out. whole section is her, she's kind of narrating it mm-hmm. so i would say the 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 thing I, I i like diane weist in this movie she's fucking barely in it um but there but but there are some great scenes where you know she's kind of wrapped up in this and they have her like mildly sedated so she's like a little bit drowsy and a little bit confused and there's there there is a really good scene where where um um Rosamund Pike shows up and is just like you know this this who is this guy this lawyer showed up like trying to like this the, he they get a mob lawyer to come and basically try to coerce her into releasing dropping this and they offer her some money and she she turns it down and all this stuff but she's so she goes to diane weiss character and is trying to figure out what's going on um and you know diane weiss is kind of like frustrated but just kind of putting up with it and then she's like oh what's today's date and she's like and and um rosen pike's like the 15th and she's like so last week was the eighth and she just gets this look on her face and she's just like oh you are fucked he's coming and you are fucked. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, she's like, I'm not saying a goddamn word, but you are going to be fucking killed. And, and I like that scene. And in that moment, like, yeah, I was excited for her to actually get fucked and it never happened. I was too, because, because I was like, okay, this could turn into something good. Like she should be fucking petrified. Yes. And, and, or if she's not, like she should get the fucking wrath of hell and it right. never and, happens. And a lot of these movies are like people who are like maybe a little bit, um, a little bit hapless. They get in way over their head. Right. And then they have to get out and they have to use their, you know, forgive the term, their particular set of skills to get them out. Right. Like, right. and, and this movie wants you to be on Rosamund Pike's side after a while. Like she is in way over her head and she's got to use her skills to work so? the system. Yes. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. They do. 
Like they have I think that. They want, I think no, uh, no, no. The whole time I was watching this, I was like, I can't wait for her to get fucking her. Well, I, I'm, off. I'm, I'm sure you feel that way, but I, I kind of agree no, I, based yeah, on I, what I've read that I think. No, I, I agree with you, Willie. Like because they establish her as such a despicable person at the beginning, who's like, you know, doing terrible things to these old people and their families. Like they go to, out of their way to establish what a, like how cold hearted she is and amoral and and. So I was not on her side ever, but the movie very much wants you to get on her side, but pretty much after the, the attempt on her life, like they have that very sympathetic scene where she rescues her girlfriend. Um, and the end when she, you know, she does get killed um, by like kind of a rando person from the beginning of the movie. That is a tragic scene in the movie, the way it's shot, the way it's staged, the music that plays. Um, and it's the reason they needed to keep the girlfriend alive because you're watching that scene. She's the audience proxy at that point. You're watching the scene through her eyes and you're supposed to feel terrible that this happened because she won, right? She, she got out from under this guy. She made a ton of money. She did. She did the thing she wanted to do. She became rich and successful. And this tragic thing happened at the end where she gets killed. And I bought none of it. Um, cause I hated her. Her character was a fucking shithead, which I remembered from just like 90 minutes ago. Um, and, and like you, Willie, I wanted her to like, I was like, when, when they captured her, I was like, yeah, fucking cut her fingers off, fucking kill her. Like, let's do this. Like righteous justice kind of thing. Like she deserves this, but they do none of that. And they try to rehabilitate her in the back half of this movie. And I, I think it's wildly unsuccessful, but like, it's hard to watch that movie and not get that impression that they want you to be sympathetic to her. This movie should have been made by Tarantino and it would have been great. (laughs) I, um, he would have made Dinklage terrifying. Yeah, a lot I more feel feet like... in this movie. Yes, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read a couple reviews for this at this this evening. Um, because it got not they're mostly positive, right? Right, they're mostly positive reviews. Exactly, it has a sixty six on Metacritic. Um, so I read a couple of the reviews, and like one of them said, like you know, I. I paraphrasing but it said something to the tune of like you know it if you like watching like even like amoral people kind of like use their wits to kind of like you know there's a thrill to seeing them like outwit their adversaries and the example they gave was Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad and then from Better Call Saul and I was like you know from what I've read though the difference is that Saul Goodman is like a humanized character like he's not a good guy necessarily but there's enough there to make you like sympathize with him at times even tony soprano who is very much not a good guy there is some there's you know there are episodes that at least humanize him in some way or at least make you understand at times where he may be coming from or things that are kind of like working against him you still probably should never forget that he's like a really bad person um, who's done horrible things to to many many people, but like in this, it sounds like everyone's just kind of horrible from from the get go, yeah, and it's like that's they, I, yeah. they yeah, feign they, at it. They feign at it a little bit. Like there's a scene where like she, she after trying to get intimidated by the lawyer, she's talking to her girlfriend, and she's like, she's got this. It doesn't really track, but she's like, you know, I am not going to be threatened by a man. Like I've been threatened by men thousands of times. Do you know how many times they followed through on it? twice and then she like moves on and i was like well it seems like there's a fucking it seems like there's a fucking story in there somewhere but they just kind of gloss over that right but but she's like i'm not going to be scared of this person because they're a man and i'm just like it's a mob lawyer like if they had sent a woman would you have been scared like this 
like this is pretty clearly a powerful person with very powerful friends and like you should be scared of them like i you know but but they they do they do make a feint at her like you know i've had to stand up to men my whole life therefore like you know i'm i'm not going to let men push me around um and and like her like network of people is all women but like they don't drive at that really hard and like i said it's it's something they kind of hit on in passing they kind of touch on it um, and I think that's an attempt to do what you're talking about, Nish. And like I said, after after they, they try to kill her and her girlfriend, they do have like what's supposed to be, I think, a very humanizing scene of her like trying to tend to her girlfriend's wounds. And like, you know, sh- she may not be scared for herself, but she's scared for her, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, but none of it lands, at least for me, to be honest, it, like it doesn't work. Yeah, and and it's not that she has to be like, I don't know, like there are plenty of movies I can think about where it's like you're basically just like there's not really anybody like good in the movie and you're just, you know, basically following bad guys the whole way around people who are like kind of don't act well, like, you know, pretty much like most Scorsese movies have feature something like that, right? Like it's like like no one's really like no one's good in Goodfellas. Like, you know, like, like Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is not a good person in The Wolf of Wall Street. But, like, it feels like there's just, like, from, from what you guys have told me and what I've read, like, it feels like there's just, like, there's a different, like, they still manage to get you on those people's side in some way. Maybe just through charm or through the fact also that, like, e- either it's just through charm or just through an explanation that it's like, yeah, like, you're going to see shitty people do shitty things and you're just kind of along for the ride. And in the end, it's not going to end well for them. It doesn't right. end well for the people in Goodfellas, for instance. And in Wolf of right. Wall Street, like, it doesn't really end well. And what that guy's doing, as bad as it is, is not defrauding old people and drugging them. <laughs> like, that's, like, it's, right. it, it's hard to come back from that, you know, the, it, it, as, in terms of, like, your character when you're yeah. introduced, and, and- basically. Like, yeah, it's like I just basically defraud, like, old people, put them, like, shove them in like a nursing home and like keep them drugged up so they can't do anything and then take all their money. Right. And, and, and very, and like in a movie like Goodfellas, like you get the sense too, that like, yes, they, they are people doing bad things, but there is that sympathy, right? Like they grew up in that life. They, they grew up into it. And the opening narration of this movie makes it clear that this is a choice that she just, that she made at some point that she decided that the way, you know, the way she sees the world is you're either getting screwed or you're screwing somebody. And she was not going to get screwed, so she's going to be screwing people. Um, and you know, you you if there's if there was supposed to be something sympathetic that happened to her that made her that way, like they didn't do, they didn't show their work there. It, it like there wasn't any of that sympathy there. That like, yeah, this is a person who's stuck in a bad situation and made a couple bad choices, um, and now they're going to have to pay for them. You, I didn't get that kind of vibe at all from this movie. No, she was just a total narcissist. Yeah, and and her girlfriend too, who was like gleeful, like they're both like gleefully doing this to people. Like it's not like this is what I have to do to survive, or like this is the world that I know. They are they they relish, um, you know, taking advantage of these old people and like, you know, and 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 taking all their money and just you know fucking them over without with, without a second thought. Like, right, and 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 it's weird because it it feels like. Well, t- tell me if I'm wrong on this, because <laughs> I didn't see the movie. Um, Peter Dinklage's character, the, the gangster, it's like, obviously, I am sure he does horrible things for a living, being a crime lord. 
um, of of some kind. You know, whatever, whether it's like like literally killing a bunch of people, or whether it's like he does like drug trafficking or sex trafficking or something, something which has either direct damage to people or yeah, indirect they, damage. The introduction to the character is like an update on his latest drug trafficking, right? Okay. And like yeah. and like the and like the mules that died in transit. So like, right, right, exactly. He's also he's also clearly a very bad guy, like, right? Like, but. That's not the focus of him in the film. The focus of him in the film is that he's trying to protect his mother. Right. And it's like that creates sympathy, regardless of like the reality of who his character is. You have one person who is presented as like trying to protect his mother from a predator and the other person who is that predator. And that is the main thing that she's introduced as and shown to be for most of the movie is a person who preys on you know weak and vulnerable people or seemingly weak and vulnerable people right it's just and it's like like yeah and talking about like you know things things like that that happen like so you say like well why doesn't he just go to the place and get his mom back by force well he does right he sends his the 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 goon on the job and two henchmen there and they have like a slapsticky shootout with the security guard that ends in like all of them getting captured or killed wherein like no joke one of the henchmen like shoots the security guard and a bullet ricochets knocks the top off a oxygen tank which then flies and hits him in the head and knocks him over and that's why he doesn't get away jesus and you're just like jesus fuck like what is going on right now like it's 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 crazy oh boy so so you know you know what this movie really could have used a snyder cut there, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I do disagree with you on one point, Willie. There is no good movie in here. The bones of this movie are bad. Like you, you, you couldn't make a good movie out of this. You'd have to throw away the script and write something else to make to make a good movie here. So you could keep really, you could you could I, keep the story perhaps, <clears throat> and write a different script that that maybe puts the you know sort of sort of introduces people differently or gives people slightly different motivations. Yeah, yeah, and and totally changes the back half of the movie. That like, I, I mean, a lot of the, uh, there's, there's like this movie's long; it's two hours. And it was ninety minutes, dude. It's super short. I thought it was two hours. <laughs> no, it's just it's ninety minutes, including the credits. That's why the other reason I picked it. It's super fucking short. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'll right. check. You keep talking. <laughs> um. There, there is a turning point where where the the movie just completely goes off the rails. That, um, you know, a little more. No, an hour and fifty eight minutes. You're crazy, Will. Yeah, an hour and fifty eight um, minutes. Um, where like about about seventy minutes in, like the movie takes a weird turn, and from then on, like it takes a serious dip in quality. I think, um, like, uh, yeah, it just it well, just, yeah, it just because does. the first seventy minutes was set up, and then. <laughs> Everything from that point forward was let down. Yeah, once once they capture Rosamund Pike's character, and and, yeah, you're and like, okay, here 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 we go. We're finally going to get what we want, right? Or some and, type of drama or some like, type of fucking anything, right? So here's how that like, yeah. So here's how that scene goes, right? They, they've got her right, and she's she seems like she's as scared as she's been to this point in the movie. Like she's zip tied to a chair, like in a parking lot, surrounded by these people. Um, and um you know he's he 
Peter Dinklage goes through the story where he's like, you know, you remind me of somebody once. I cut off all her fingers with a bread knife and then, you know, buried her under such and such a place. Um, and he's like, and he's like trying to, um, at this point, like his mother's been moved and he doesn't even know where she is anymore. Um, so he, he, you know, if he just killed her, it would be difficult. But, you know, to get his mom out, it'd be like a lot easier to scare the crap out of this woman and get her to do it. And he's like, here's a video of your mother. And she's like, you know, it'd be a shame if something were to happen to her. Um, and she's like, I don't care about her. Like, you know, I do whatever you want. I don't, I don't give a crap about her, uh, which you buy, like based on, you know, her, her character. But at this point, you know, they have broken into her house and, you know, at least assaulted her girlfriend. And like every other movie at this point would be like, all right, you don't care about her. And what about, what about your girlfriend who they would then like pull out of a trunk and be like, you know, give me what I want or shoot her. But no, they don't, they don't do that. And he just finished telling a story about how he tortured someone and implies he's going to torture her, but doesn't. And then is like, and then also tells a story where he just killed someone and, and made her body disappear. And he's like, all right, kill her, but you have to make it look like an accident. And I'm like, why? Why does she have to look like an accident? Like you are the mob. Like you can just kill people. And, so and, you and don't just, even exist. And just, and just disappear them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And and the reason that she gets away is because they make it look like an accident. And by a freak of nature, like they drive her car off a cliff into the water and they drug her. But she wakes up just as the just as the car is flying into the water and is able to get out of the sinking car. Um, and, and it's, and it's just like so stupid. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. Yeah. It feels like like just taking that line like like that scene or that 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 part it feels like the obvious thing there to do would be like actually kill her then put her in the car and make sure the car drives off the cliff and then which, which i thought they had done yeah, i thought yeah. i thought she's dead and they're and gonna then, drive off and, and then, then she they find up, her body like, and she's either, alive right and like then they find her body and either they just assume it was an accident or they look into it and be like well she's got this like blunt force trauma to the head or whatever like something happened but they're never going to connect it to the fucking mob because why the hell would they like, right. what, or they look like, into her life. Who is looking into like yeah, right? And they look into her life and turns out, oh, she's a fucking con artist and scam artist who probably made a lot of enemies. Like, right, exactly. Like, they don't even this, need this to. This could like, be do one of much. yeah. This could be one of like fifty people, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody is exactly as smart or as dumb as the plot needs them to be. It's it's maddening. So I don't think you answered. Uh, the question, Paul, of like, what is one thing you liked in this movie? Oh, no, I, I like Diane Weiss in this movie. Oh, yeah, she's you're right. You're it. right. You're right. You yeah. did say she's, that. She's yeah. not in it very much, but she. Um, Diane Weiss is great. She, yeah, she's. She, I, yeah, I knew. I mean, I always like her and everything, yeah. so I knew I'd like her in this. But I, I wish she had more to do. But, um, you know, she's she's just kind of a pawn that gets pushed around. Um, but the couple scenes she has with Rosamund Pike are, are, are good. Did. Um... I, I like I said, I, I read reviews. I also looked at a summary on Wikipedia. None of them mentioned whether anyone peed in a bed in the movie. Did it happen? They don't tell us, but there's a lot like of old people that are home. medicated, yeah. so probably. So so we can kind of assume that maybe this was happening off screen. It's safe to assume. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. All right. Just just, you know, good 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 for me to make a that's note not on, that's not on the wikipedia page no it wasn't there surprising yeah on a scale of on a scale of impossible to confirmed i would put it at probable probable all right i would i would put it at most likely yeah yeah but but that you can't say probable yeah 
but you can't but say somewhere, somewhere between because, yeah. somewhere between more than likely and probable. Yeah. The act of peeing was not captured on camera, nor were soiled sheets. That is that is that is what I'm hearing. <laughs> no sheets were injured during the filming of this movie. That's right. That we know of. That we know of. That's right. Yeah. All right. Why don't you guys? Uh, you, you guys have anything else to say about this movie? I mean, I think, a lot. There would just be a lot of what we already said. <laughs> Anything new to say about this movie? There I we think go. we're getting. Re- I think we're getting redundant with our love for this film. That's right. It's zero point five out of five. All right. I like it. That's what I like really? to hear. I, I really thought you were going to come in higher than that, especially when you said you watched it twice. Um, well, I had to watch it the second time because I needed to remember why I hated it so much. I immediately, I, I didn't take notes and I was talking to Margarita in the car and she's like, what are you going to say? I'm like, oh, I remember I fucking hated it, but I need to like remember why I hated it. No, I remember why I hated it. Um, I mean, do we give zeros to movies? What's the lowest score I can give? Can I give I, a zero? Yeah, I think you can. We've yeah, never, I would I, give this. I don't think we've ever done it. I'm I'm gonna give this movie a zero. Like it is, it is. I, I've never quite like. It's it's not like so bad. It's good. Like it's just mind bendingly bad, um, in a way that is so ridiculous. I I I can't believe that someone like I can't I can't imagine the person who, who read that script and was like, yeah, I want to make that movie. Like it is wild to me. The I, concept is totally fucked, right? The idea of taking like advantage of elderly. And if it's even based on like a monicum of truth that is terrifying, and that is why this movie was made, because it's that that story's never been told. But it's not based on a monicum of truth. Like it is the thing. Like it, they had to to construct the scenario they had to, they had to come up with something so crazy and plausible <clears throat> that you're just like divorced from reality at that point. Right. Like, like the beginning premise maybe is like, I don't even know of like the serial nature of it, but like, obviously there are people who take advantage of like guardianships for, for the elderly, like for, for, for at least one person to like take their right. money. Like, like that part happens. But Right. So, but yeah, this is like, the whole thing is like, they have emergency hearings in absentia. So like, and and then based on that one hearing, they commit that person, take their cell phone away, and they basically have no contact with the outside world for the rest of their lives is the premise of that movie, including like their kids and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that part can't doesn't. Come visit. Yeah, yeah, that that seems like it doesn't make any sense. Which which is A, not very plausible, but like also like within the world of the movie, it just makes her like even that much more of the monster that like, like she's, she's not an anti-hero. She is... He's like a villain in this movie. Yeah, the first scene is like a son trying to get to his mother and she finds a way to keep the courts on her side and, and the kid away from her, yeah. from his mom. That's that's the guy who ends up shooting her in the end. Like right. You can and see he, it in the first he, scene, you're like, this guy's going to kill her. Right, and he shoots her because his mom fucking died, right? Yeah, because his right. mom died yeah. and he was never able to see her. And and the funny thing is, and I don't think they intended this, but like the that whole thing like lands very differently now with like COVID and everything because yeah. like, I mean, uh, like, quite honestly, like my grandfather died in a senior fair care facility alone and without being able to see anyone and probably not really knowing what's going on because of COVID, and like now you have your quote unquote anti hero of the movie intentionally doing this to people, which is like and 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 he says at the end like she died. 
and she died alone because of you. And it's like so many people can now connect with that emotion that for her to be the direct cause of that, like you're never going to get you're never going to get the audience on your side with that. Even if somehow it feels like even if somehow you had gotten people on her side through the movie, which it doesn't sound like really like it happened either. <laughs> of you anyway. Yeah, but even if you yeah. did at the end, if like that guy shoots her and then explains it in exactly that way, I feel like everyone would be like, yeah, fuck her. Like, yeah, that is like, exactly like, what happened. Like, yeah. Like that is exactly what happened. Yeah. It would be like, good, I'm glad she died, because that was just about the most horrible thing you can do to someone and and to to their family. Yeah. Well, I certainly picked the right week to not be able to see the movie. (laughs) I cannot believe my luck. Well done. Well done. Yeah, because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a completist the way Paul is in terms of needing to watch every set of, you know, a, a franchise. But it's very rare for me to turn off a movie once I've started watching it. You know, it's kind of like I, there is a part of me that's like, well, I got to see how this ends. Mm-hmm. I've, I've yeah. become a little less that way, I think, as my, you know, as, as I've just been like, you know, I'm too old for this shit to, 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 to spend two hours watching this. But once I start, I'm generally not going to stop. So I'm glad that I've been warned away from this movie. Much appreciated, guys. You're welcome. You, you watched the public this service movie. we provide. Yeah, you watched it, so I and maybe other people don't have to. Yes, if you get nothing else from this podcast, please don't watch this movie. <laughs> Do anything else with those two hours of your life, you'll be better off. Oh my goodness! All right, so I think that's it, right? We uh, watch all the odd chapters of the Snyder Cut. You'll be better off. Yeah, is that a thing? Be about t- is, is, is that I don't a- know. I just, I'm just trying to think of what two hours oh, of the oh, Snyder what Cut two would, hours look like. would be. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Just definitely don't watch the epilogue of the Snyder Cut. That's that's the one yeah. thing I can say to, to definitely stay away from. Um. So, do we we are gonna watch a movie the next time we do this? We're getting away from saying what those movies are gonna be because we don't always know, but we do know in this case what it's gonna be. I feel very yeah. unlikely that we're not going to watch this movie next, which is so. I'm just gonna say we're gonna watch a. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Is it called Godzilla versus Kong? Is, yes. that, is that what it's called? Okay. I want to make sure I had the name right. Um, which I'm looking forward to. I think it's going to be more than a zero out of five. I'll say that much. Hey, um, question about this movie. Because um, one of the guys that works for me went to see it this weekend. Contributing to the largest box office of 2021. And um, he was like, you know what I didn't realize is until like 20 minutes in is that this is a sequel. I was like, what? Yeah. Yes, it is a continuation of Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and Kong Skull Island. They all exist in the Monsterverse. <laughs> huh. So you do know I'm need... going to have to watch all of those movies. I was just going to ask, this. do I need to go back and <laughs> yeah. watch those? Those are not horrible movies. <laughs> like, I, I don't who... think I've seen any. I might have seen I, I have not Skull seen... Island. I don't remember. Yeah, I have not seen all of king of the monsters i've seen pieces of it but i've definitely seen godzilla and i've definitely seen kong skull island kong skull island was just a couple years ago right uh yeah i don't know like 2016 maybe something i'm, I'm guessing something like that it's got a good cast it does it's got it's it's got like a, a whole lot of marvel people in it it's, it's like brie yeah. larson tom hiddleston samuel L. jackson and uh john c Riley are all in it john goodman's in yeah, it. yeah john goodman's in it yeah, it's maybe gotta, I'll it's watch gotta, that one. Maybe I'll watch that one. 
That probably makes sense. You you, you remember Godzilla enough, probably. Are these, are these all on HBO Max, I hope? It would make sense, right? But I don't know. No idea. Hey, guys, I don't have HBO Max. Should I actually subscribe? It seems like we watch a lot of stuff on there. I mean, this is the year to do it, right? Because yes, because all, all, all Warner the Brothers, Brothers theatrical releases are coming out on yeah. HBO this How year. else are you going to see Space Jam A New Legacy and see Mama Fratelli and uh, Chitara from the Thundercats? <laughs> just curious how Chitara is drawn in this instance. She looks just like she did in the 80s, but she's not animated. Yeah. She's like a person. Huh? Keep in mind, like meaning like the, the, these are all these are all like live action people like they're not. Oh, I thought they were the cartoons. Yeah, sorry. If you watch the trailer, okay. Are we going to get into this? <laughs> More Space Jam, a new legacy talk. Um, in the trailer, LeBron gets transported. Transported, excuse me, to Cartoon Land. Transported. Yeah, transported. He gets transported to Cartoon Land, where he is a cartoon. And then at some point to play the game, he goes back into like what seems like the real world, and then. The Looney Tunes go into the real world too, so they're like that CGI-ish, like three D version of themselves, um, that have like real fur, but they're still, you know, they look like themselves. They still look like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and whatnot, um, but huh. they're like, you know, computer animated three D. And then all of these people I I talked about are all live action or live oh. action CGI in the back, which which is what makes it look so uh, Ready Player One ish, kind of, you know, seeing all these like, you know people or like you know kind of like people looking things in the background hmm. yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, the hbo release calendar i mean there's like a decent number of things that some i'll just see because i'll have access to them like the new mortal Kombat movie but right which is coming um, soon right it's coming coming in a couple of weeks i think yeah the new suicide squad movie which i don't think will be good but i will watch because i can but also like do you guys see the, the trailer new... for that yeah i yeah. did yeah. There's there's the new Dune movie, um, and the new Matrix movie coming out this year. Oh, I get it just for that. So there's 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 stuff yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I would probably get it at least for this year, just like 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 you said, because it, there, yeah. Warner Brothers has a few pretty big ones coming out. So the big question on anyone and everyone's lips, including mine, is: Will the new Mortal Kombat movie have the same Mortal Kombat theme? Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, I hope That's so. That's the most it, memorable it, part of that. I know movie, it was not. Movies. It was not in the trailer. I, I don't think I heard. I mean, I heard someone yelling Mortal Kombat at some point, but I don't think they had the full theme, mm. the 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 techno theme. Is the world ready for a gritty reboot of Mortal Kombat? Is it a reboot mm. or a sequel? No, it's a reboot. It's a reboot. Mm. Yeah, because mm. the 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 um the uh, trailer seems to make clear that like they're all coming together for the first time for whatever whatever reason they're giving them for for coming yeah, together yeah exactly <laughs> but it did have all our it, it does show all the favor and it does seem to be only the original characters at least at least those are the only ones they show maybe no, um, they have jackson there remember he gets his he gets his arms ripped off or whatever he's he, not he's not one of the original guys right it's mortal kombat 2 yeah. yeah yeah you're right Maybe they put Jax's mom in a nursing home and he's pissed. <laughs> I don't remember which character from which was was both Scorpion Sub Zero from the first one. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were, were there right? were there six or seven characters in the original? Can name some Sub Zero, Scorpion, Raiden, Sonya. Oh, so there's like seven or eight. Sonya, yeah. yeah. Liu Kang, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage. 
Kano. Which, I don't know if Johnny Kano. Kano, yeah. yeah. I think that might be it. Is that is is that yeah. it? Those seven. I think, yeah. I think that might be it. Yeah. It was an unbelievable experience the first time playing that game in an arcade. Oh, sure. It was like, holy shit. It's like real people on the screen. Yeah. I, the graphics were unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah, that that was like mobbed every time you would go to, you know, wherever you went, arcade or like the bowling alley or whatever. Yeah. Oh, totally. It was, yeah, absolutely mobbed. I was so excited when it came out on Genesis. Yeah, I had I had Super Nintendo, so we got the version that was like the sanitized version on the the first one. The first one came out on SNES, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And Genesis had like the real version. Yeah, you get impaled on a pike. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's watch uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Sure. Let's do it. Why not? Um, in the meantime, you theoretically can contact us. By emailing us at talktopodflix at gmail.com. I, one of these days, I should test that, shouldn't I? Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it. And you can uh, tweet at us at, what, what is it, Podflix? Is that our, is that our yeah, Twitter handle? Yeah, I think we just, I think it is. Shows <laughs> how much I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you, seemed, you seemed very surprised by that. You're like, you know what? I think it is. Could be. I can remember if it was Podflix or Podflix show. No, it's Podflix. No, it's it's Podflix. just Podflix. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is just Podflix. We got any yep. tweets lately? No. Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Neither sent nor received. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Paul, send one, will you? All right. What are we gonna say? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet out this picture of Mortal Kombat that I just sent to you guys. <laughs> you should also say something about how um you care. I care. You care. You don't care a lot. It's a zero. That's right. I could care less. Tweet it out just like that with no more explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Let people make of that what they will. Yes. Let's see. Uh, The last time this account tweeted was 108 days ago, in case you're wondering. That's not too long ago. No. Yeah. That's been in in this run of podcasts. It was was about, yeah, it was about the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movie. Oh, right. Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, good old Spider-Man. <laughs> boon, be-ba-boon, be-ba-boon. Yeah, I was remembering that. Sorry, are you waiting for me to make a bad joke so we can end the show? I'm waiting for you to make a bad joke, then this to say, oh boy. Yeah, we got to do it. <laughs> you really put me on the spot here. Ooh, does it mean I control the end of the show if I don't make a joke that the show doesn't end? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's very weird. What the hell is this? It's a podcast. Thanks. Uh, What you eating over there? What you crumbling? You got a little potato chips? Oh, just now that sound? Yeah. It it was... was, uh, me uh crushing some little bug that i saw where i was like what the hell is this and then i looked around did not have a tissue and i crushed it with this wrapper for (laughs) easter candy that my kids had that i opened up up here because leo had left it up here it was it's crabby patties but like they're like gummy 
Like it's like this gummy SpongeBob can- candy. It was really weird. Gross. Krabby, Krabby yes, patties. it's basically shaped like a hamburger, and each layer of the hamburger is a different gummy. So it's like they're two gummy buns and a gummy lettuce, I guess, and then a gummy patty. Mm. Well, I have to, I have to admit something, boys. I just ate a few pieces of Amelia's Easter candy. It's okay. This is a safe space. Yeah, I had a real <laughs> shitty day. I'm sorry. Is, it, that's, is that because you got a new nickname, Krabby Patties? <laughs> Thought I'd left that all behind me when I left college. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, you catch up with you. Good old Krabby Patties. <laughs> mm-hmm.